once again, you've entered into the extreme battle mode of Operation Mad Jackal featuring assignment Ada. I'm holy. <laughs> I'm <shit>. Eagle. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't realize we I unlocked all this shit in my life yet. You know what I mean? I figured I had to wait until New Game Plus at the very least. I mean, for our listeners, they've played technically listen to two episodes of Eagle and Wolf already. Uh, Which, by the way, welcome. This is episode two. Yes, indeed. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Eagle and Wolf show. I am your uh, host, Wolf. I was about to say Bone King, sorry. I'm your host, Bone King. <laughs> That's going to happen. And I'm uh, the dude. I mean, uh, Eagle. Yeah. I wonder by this point, it's just kind of like we were pretty much bone and dude. And, you know, for the show's purposes, Eagle and Wolf, you know, it's interchangeable. That's what it is. What I'm trying to get across. It it certainly is. So uh, I hope I hope all of you have enjoyed a great October. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast as much as we have been enjoying making it. Yes. And in fact, I'm very actually happy you brought up the previous podcast because it was a really fun episode talking about the save rooms, but it made me realize that, you know what? Talking about the Resident Evil set pictures when the movie's trailer is already fucking coming out. I think we learned something that day. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're not going to talk about news. No. On this, on this. So if you notice. You'll, you'll get that on, on Fan Freak's podcast. Yes, yes. If you want uh, uh, weekly reports, head over there. But as you may have noticed, Eagle and Wolf is a monthly show. So we're just going to go ahead and focus on mainly, I guess, survival horror stuff that I guess if we're actively playing it or something, we got to mention it, you know, just for context for the discussion. Yeah, which, by the way, you're usually, you are usually playing Dead by Daylight, right? Yes. Yes, I am. And would you consider that a survival horror? Yes. And in fact, you know what else I would consider it to be? What? A very good crossover with the Resident Evil franchise because, dude, Eagle, what are we talking about today? I don't know, Wolf King. Why don't you tell me what we're talking about today? I cannot believe you just threw my segue straight into my face. I set you up perfectly, bitch. All right, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about our code crossovers. Uh, you know what? If we do this. Oh, that's the title we went oh, with. Oh, absolutely. Right. Our, our Eagle and Wolf code crossover, possibly X, if, <laughs> if we do a sequel. I don't know. Let this be X. Why not? Either way, today we're going to be talking. X will be the Redux. Yes. X will be the Redux. That, okay. You know what? And then we just have to introduce the concept of Reduxes again once we fucking and that, and do that's, one. And that's where we bring in a, a Wesker with buck teeth. Or, or a unicorn medal, even. Anyway, so today we're hoping to talk about our, uh, you know, most wanted crossovers with other franchises. So we pretty much take Resident Evil and say, what chocolate does, like, what chocolate can we put in what peanut butter? You know what I mean? Right. Now, not all of these are going to be great, because I, I want to preface that with some of these are just fun camp. Yes, Which yes. I think that's... That's something to be said about Resi. Resi isn't 100% serious. There's some camp well, in there. Well, that's, that's the thing, though, I wanted to bring up, too, is that Resident Evil is in such a kind of special place with how many games in the franchise there are and how many different directions mm -hmm. it's went. It actually handles a lot of different tones under its umbrella, if you will. Um, so like, for example, Resident Evil 1 was very much more gothic horror, and then you compare that to something like fucking, I don't know. 2 even. I, yeah, 2 is two, way more two over was, the top. Yeah, and then, um, then you get into Resi 4, which is like a James Bond thriller. Right, and, right. You know, your right hand comes off. and <laughs> Exactly. So if you just kind of like. And then 6 is like. We're gonna go yeah, through all of them. Said, huh? We're gonna we're gonna go through. Yeah, no. whoa, whoa, don't Sorry. stop there. What's seven? Go on. <laughs> a, a reboot. Yeah. Well. Uh, anyway. anyway. Uh, but yeah. No. So the series has a lot of different tones, and I feel like you could use mm -hmm. those different tones for different crossovers. So you could even have serious crossovers if it's in the style of some of the earlier ones. Even you know what I mean? Which, by the way, do you mind if I uh, start it off? Uh, by all means, I believe I've explained it well enough. <laughs> so do I, but I think we really need to just give you an idea and I'm going to go with the first one that I thought of when we were talking this, uh, this show topic, Metal Gear Solid Cross or X Resident Evil. Interesting. Now before, now before you start going, no, why, how, let me 
paint the picture. Sure thing, Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's no. where it's going, buddy. <laughs> okay, mine's going to have actually Snake. Uh-huh. And I kind of want I kind of want MGS1 Snake. So, uh, so this is going to be a thing we have to like set for all the things we're going to talk about. Like is it Resident Evil in Metal Gear universe or Metal Gear in Resident Evil universe? Like are we is it a home team game or an away team game? <laughs> Oh, that's a good way to call it. Leave Away it to, or home. Wow, Bone King. Only on Eagle and Wolf making a fucking sports analogy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so I had in mind something akin to, it's going to be like the gameplay of MGS2, mm-hmm. but the the narrative style of MGS1. Why 2? Because I don't want... Specifically. I, I really like the gameplay of 2. I don't know why a lot of people uh, always gravitate to 3. Yeah. But I really like the gameplay too. I always similar, thought it was right? smooth. No? I, also, I'm a sucker for twin snakes. No, they're not the same thing. Simply because uh, two has the closest thing to fixed camera angles compared to three, which had like the free 3D well, camera. Three originally was supposed to, but he fucking patched it in the later ones. So. Exactly. So we're going. I want twin snakes. This is a GameCube game. That's what I'm thinking. That's all you had to fucking say was Twin Snakes. See, when you said MGS2, I was like, oh, that's kind of close to three. But when you said Twin Snakes, I'm like, all right, now you're doing your own kind of somewhat similar. Yeah, but Twin Snakes Snakes has the gameplay of two. Yes, yes. This became a Metal Gear uh, Yeah, welcome to fucking Otacon and Snake. (laughs) Ocelot and Snake? What? Um. Which is Ocelot, by the way. Who's no, I'm already Ocelot? thinking of if another we're... title, Liquid and Solid. But then we may get a whole bunch of different listeners than we were anticipating. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I want you to think, okay, it's Snake infiltrating Umbrella Europe due to a missed intel from Otacon. And it turns out it was a trap from Wesker. Why? Nobody fucking cares. Why is he alive? Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. He's just but Wesker's back. alive for some reason. Uh-huh. I'm thinking this is him like behind the scenes type of thing a la 4. Uh-huh. Where he's trying to get the blood of Big Boss and infuse it with the virus of T-Virus. That's interesting. Or G, whatever. That's a fun little... See, I feel like that'd be a really fun like non-canon just side story fun you know campaign thing you know what i mean you can do that. obviously obviously i'm, I'm thinking like else world is fun. yes i'm not thinking like canon or anything like that because some people would try um, you know what i mean some people would try yeah <laughs> i also don't think there would be a lot of bioweapons like the only bioweapons would be the bosses and just the regular people or, like, scientists or whatever, and Snake has to, like, dodge them or dress up as them. Well, because now I'm starting to think, what is the difference between B.O.W.'s and the fucking different squads you fight in the Metal Gear games who essentially have B.O.W. powers, but they're more human, right? Human. Um, Hold off, Snake. It's a human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah have we fought any like beasts in metal gear the closest they're, thing i can think of is like man on fire so that's similar to tyrant at the very least very because it's a pursuer yeah uh you could argue vulcan raven is inhumanly strong so we have the tyrant archetype to like I, but yeah, yeah, Vulcan Vulcan Raven's nemesis, if you think about it, because he has a minigun and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, damn. I'm trying to think, because, like, so it's Snake going through it, so I'm starting to think Metal Gear gameplay dealing with Resident Evil enemies. I First off, I'm all, I'm, I'm noticing, like, you didn't even consider stealth mechanics with zombies. No, 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 I don't want zombies. What? No, really? I don't want zombies. You don't want to fault in a zombie. It. <laughs> no, <laughs> you are lying. That's way too five. That's way too much. Metal Gear Five. No, all I want is Twin Snakes. Uh-huh. I just want Twin Snakes. That's all I want. Okay. Um, but I want you to think of just like the stealth is purely on the researchers and the Umbrella Squad. <gasps> oh, a hand-to-hand combat, Snake versus Hunk. Jesus Christ. Well, that would be a if boss. We're, if fight. we're gonna 
yes, 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 yes. And it turns out Hunk is like one of the lost brothers of Snake. No, like no, he's a fake. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I see what you're saying. Like, it turns out he's like an offshoot of the L'Enfant Terrible project. And like he was a failed yeah, exactly. one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. He's um, this makes liquidus snake. This makes too much sense. I don't like this. He's oh no 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 no. No, he's plasma snake. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's good. Something like that. That's good. Yeah, I mean something weird. And so wacky. like it's it's I Snake that... having to infiltrate Wesker's place. Or are you playing as Wesker? No, you're Snake, okay, you're Snake. going through Umbrella Europe. Uh huh. But it isn't shut down yet. <laughs> and Otacon Otacon finds out Intel that they're making a Metal Gear S thing, mm-hmm. but Wesker planted it. So Otacon believes it. This is where Otacon's like uh, uh, philanthropy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is the the okay. And this sorry, is, I'm putting my beard. That's down. That's fine. You're talking about the European branch or the Antarctica branch of your, your of European, European because we never see it. Because I was gonna say like the main HQ of Umbrella that was in Umbrella Chronicles that they went to overtake. We've never seen that place pre-infection. It's always like by the time Jill and Chris get there, it's like oh everyone's dead. That's convenient. We don't have to deal with people. Great. <laughs> that is that is true. Oh, I just realized something. We're going to kind of see it in the movie, in the Resident Evil movie, uh-huh. which by the time this comes out. Will it be out? We will have seen it. Oh, God. Yeah, it's November 24th. Uh, we're releasing these episodes uh, November uh, every 27th. Yes. So by the time this comes out, this is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Sorry. everyone. Eat up. I promise there's no virus in it. Maybe a little. Just a little. You'll just get an eyeball a little bit. Speaking of, I believe it's my turn. Yes, it is, sir. So uh, I would like to cross over Resident... See, I I don't have these in any particular list, so don't think like, oh, this is my top or my least. I'm just going a random order. Yeah, we are really laid back on this show compared to Fan Freak's podcast. We're like really laissez-faire. Well, don't say that because we're not... We give a shit. We promise. I'm just saying. Uh, I I just... Yeah, but like we're really relaxed. This is a much more freeform show, and I hope you guys enjoy that. Right, where we could talk about wacky Resident Evil crossover where Wesker will fight Snake and most likely Wesker will throw his sunglasses and Snake can pick it up and possibly wear it. Just saying. That's uh, infinite rations. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it would give him like slow-mo but then again I'm thinking RE5 so I don't know. Yeah. Well then again which Wesker would he fight? I Realistically it wouldn't be RE1 or Wesker it would pretty much be re5 right that's something that snake can actually fight this is what i basically made was what people have modded snake into ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 oh okay yes yes pretty much this yes but a way slower down yeah and not on the sugar rush as much love you mvc3 exactly uh (laughs) so speaking of eyeballs my first pick is going to be uh imagine this if you will bloodborne is a series that doesn't really have any attention done these days but if for whatever reason, let's say Bloodborne 2 or whatever nonsense, and, and PlayStation really wants to push the sales with a crossover DLC, we will have a similar crossover to the Old Hunters DLC in Bloodborne. So um, in Bloodborne, there's a DLC called the Old Hunters. And what you do in it is you go through like some fucking mystical time portal who's a what's it, and you end up in the time of the Olden Hunts. I can't really go into too much because then we start getting into spoilers, but you go back in time, essentially, right? Okay. Right. So what if we took that concept and put it in the future? So we go ahead and we take our hunter that's basically like the fucking Bloodborne hunter. He's from the past. And we put him in Raccoon City, right? During the break? During the During outbreak. The outbreak? No. Sorry. Well, if it was before, it'd be a little awkward. <laughs> it's just like people walking him around. Him just walking around. There's no infection. Let me go to Jay's bar. And he just relaxes. And, and he's like, what, 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 do you, what do you have? Would you like a beer? Sure. And he just smashes it into his arm like he does the fucking blood vials. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so it'd be pretty much the way I thought of this in my head was like, conceptually, it's just Yarnum again, but it's Raccoon City this time. Because Yarnum is an infected town and there's a there's a plague going around and shit, right? So, like, it's basically the same concept, but you'd be fighting classic Resident Evil enemies in a Souls engine. You know what I mean? That sounds really hard. Well, because you... Okay. Eagle has a thing where he likes to stay away... <laughs> 
from fucking Souls games because he thinks they're too hard. But he has not yet discovered the secrets of just maxing out your stamina and just keeping the shield up the whole time in Dark Souls. It helps. Jesus. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. There are okay. ways to totally cheese Dark Souls. It's not as hard as you think. Uh, in any case, uh, Bloodborne, though, you're kind of fucked. There's no shield in that game. <laughs> So if you're bit here with the okay, what virus is going around in Bloodborne? So there's frenzy in Bloodborne, and basically that's what leads into the beasts is when you they have a certain level of frenzy, and it would work the same way. So you, when you get bit, your your virus meter will go up. It's essentially, it'll just be the toxic bar. Look, you don't even need to create new assets. Just use the same toxic bar you use for Bloodborne. It's the same shit. And that would essentially be it. And you'd fight zombies. You'd fight uh, fucking lickers. I, dude, hunters in the Bloodborne engine sounds ridiculous. Like, I would actually like them. Like, like fighting them in that engine. Um, tyrants? Oh, my God. Like, a huge fuck-off tyrant. And then, like, in, in the Bloodborne engine, it'd be like Orphan of Cause, like, over and over again. But, like, in... In a more slower, I don't know, maybe they would have the tyrant be super fucking fast in this Bloodborne and just scare me shitless. Because honestly, Orphan of Cause was really fucking fast, and I was very scared of him, and I just think it would be that again. Wait, who's, wait, wait, who's Orphan <laughs> Look, Cause? these are uh, all names and things you will learn in due time when you get brave enough, my friend. But, <laughs> does, does... Does he get played like a damn fiddle? No, I get played like a fucking fiddle. <laughs> so hard. Multiple times. He just breaks my strings. Bro, Orphan of Cause is fucking hard. Okay, okay. That's like the one boss I couldn't oh, beat. Oh, Orphan of Cause. Yes, Orphan of Cause. Okay. I'm not going to get into who that is, obviously, but like, right. that is the boss fight I couldn't beat in that game. Hopefully, I'll get there one day. So, there's no Wesker... Uh, in this oh, in this universe ooh, it's during the ooh, breakout, that's a really outbreak, well because he's not there. He's not in Raccoon City at that point. But if I, if he's dead in Arclay, well, he's not even dead in Arclay. He he got up before the self destruct sequence in Resident Evil One. Oh. Like it's so weird. He gets up during the self destruct sequence and walks out the front door, which was weird to me because if this guy has fucking super speed and super jump or whatever the fuck, like the the last a. It takes a while to get there. I guess, but, like, the lab has, like, we. I got in here through a fountain, like, a hole in the fountain, and there's a fuck-off just wall right there and a helicopter pad. Like, you just jump over the wall, you're free, Wesker, but he, he chooses to go through the whole goddamn mansion. <laughs> Whatever. Funny story with Umbrella Chronicles. I also wonder, why didn't the hunters go after him or anything No, like things that? did. I mean, in Umbrella Chronicles, things attack him. Yeah, but Umbrella... Okay, we're getting really off topic, but are the chrono That's a show for another day. Are the Chronicles games canon? No. I boom, then episode you can't done. Them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use they them as like they, reference. Well, I don't know. Some people say they are the canon because that's actually some of them are some of the campaigns are what the story actively follows because they actually have the the, the characters be together, which is going to be a future episode where it's together campaigns or whatever, where, where they, if the main characters of these games didn't split up, like what would happen? Right. But in any case, just to finish up my thought with Bloodborne, fighting Wesker would be really interesting because he would essentially be like fighting the hunters in that game, which are just really fast and have the ability to like dodge around super quick. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing any like major Resident Evil enemies that we'd fight, but I think I covered them all. So I just think a fun little romp through Raccoon City would be really interesting. And the idea would be, I guess, again, to get the vaccine because the vaccine's such would, a MacGuffin. Would you, would, would you fight Oscar the Elephant or the Big Alligator and have it just have a Dark Souls fucking health bar? Put in all that shit that Outbreak brought in and you're never going to mention again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bro, Nemesis. Hold up. Nemesis. Sh okay. Here we go. Here we go. So red phantoms, <laughs> red phantoms haunt like they don't haunt your game. Although I would, I would use that descriptor. Um, they're basically enemy players that invade your world to attack, right? Okay, so Deathloop does this. Uh, Souls have done yeah, this. Souls have done this. So what if? And sometimes even in Souls, they're actually like um, game. They're not players. Like they're computers that are designed in the game to invade your game. You know what I mean? Okay. To simulate a person right. coming in. It's like a CPU instead. Okay, it's an AI. Yeah, it's an Got AI. It. So, like, they do that, but Nemesis invades your game. 
and he's gonna follow you when you get invaded. And I guess there's like gonna be some sort of safe rooms you can go in to deactivate him or whatever. But for the most part, that's the pursuer through there. There's there's so many concepts you can bring in from Resident Evil. Uh, what's the name of the character in Bloodborne? Like the main the person you play Hunter. As? That's it. Okay. Hunter becomes an honorary member of Stars, therefore that's why Nemesis goes after him. That, yeah, I don't have a reason why Nemesis would chase him. That's actually a good idea. But who the fuck's gonna make him an honorary member? Jill on a passing interest, like, oh yeah, sure, you're Stars, whatever. Okay, bye. <laughs> I got this fucking cable car. I gotta fix. I don't have time for this. No, no, no. <laughs> Easier would be Mister X. Would be Mister yeah, X. One of the Mister. But then again, Nemesis has the tentacle. Maybe Nemesis will be a boss. Like after Jill has fought him at one point he just turns around and sees the hunter and is like oh you who are you okay and just kills you or tries okay to yeah, yeah yeah like you blow uh mikhail blows him up at the yes. cable car you fight him right, right after there. as soon as he gets up yes and he's yeah. already pissed so <laughs> all right we spent a lot of time on this i, I think it's a really good concept because bloodborne itself it has a lot of survival horror elements so it works I, I would play this. Yeah, and you Mind what? you, I would play this. No way. You would actually play it, a Souls game? Yes. It'd have to be Resident this Evil. So, yes. <laughs> uh, All right, what you got for me? All right, this is one of my stupid ones. This is super funny. Okay. And it, it doesn't have a, a, a lot of um, reason to happen. It's most Thanks likely for bringing never it on the show. going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a boy can dream, can't he? Yeah. Um, okay, so I want you to think, okay? Uh-huh. Picture it if you will. It's the Mushroom Kingdom. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. It's a bit dark, it's rainy, <laughs> and and you hear Pete screaming in the background, Mario! Question, do, do the clouds still have happy faces on them if it's raining? <laughs> no, they, no, they have... Infested faces. Oh, They're all purple. Infested faces. Okay, sure, sure. I don't even know what that. Infected. Means. Infected. Okay. Sorry. Infected. Uh, the G virus went up into the sky. Anyway, <gasps> um, virus rain. So Bowser took Peach, but to save her, not not like hold her hostage. I like this game already because he because he believes that Mario is inept for it, <laughs> but. In order to get to Peach and the Bowser and the shelter that Bowser has set up, he has to get the stars. Are we playing as Bowser? No, we're playing as Mario, but the pursuer is Nemesis because he's going after you because of stars. Wow, you fucking bitch. (laughs) That entire descriptor was to lead up to a pun, and I fucking should have saw it coming. Because what you I just described was like my ideal intro video for Jill Valentine into Smash was like, oh no, stars, Mario. But yeah, no, that, all right, so just, is this a home game or an away game? Because my Bloodborne game was a home game. Away. That's an away game? This is, yeah, this is Resident Evil invading Mario. So they have to have limits. Are you sure you don't want to like, yo, okay though. But like, imagine, imagine like going through the. One of the paintings be the Resident Evil Raccoon City. Right. Well, okay. That, that actually makes more sense for what you're talking about. I'm saying Chris and Jill have already explored the Spencer Mansion. I'm sure Peach's castle will be the same. You know what I mean? Oh, has the fucking shit. stairs in the center. Like how moody and like in the background there's a cemetery and it's a bunch of toads. It's the same song but way already. more ominous. I don't know. What what uh what do you Chomper, right? Chomp? Oh, uh Chain Chomps? The the uh, Chain Chomps are Cerebrus. Cerebrus? Yeah, Cerebrus. The dog. Cerebrus? Cer- <laughs> Cerberus. So, all right, say Halloween Cerberus. <laughs> ah, Halloween Cerberus. You bitch. You said it right that time. All right, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, Mario going through the Resident Evil worlds. All right, so is it what Resident Evil world is Mario jumping through? Okay, obviously you have to do you have to do Mario going to Raccoon City. One of the stars would have to be hidden. At the St. Michael Cathedral, another one at the, at the RPD, RPD right? station. Uh, ooh, the Raccoon University. So, 
I think would be So you're great. saying like it's a painting and then the different stages take you to different locations in Raccoon City. So it's right. not like an it's not like a whole um, paint unless these these areas are connected like in Mario 64. Why am I so focused on making this Mario 64? I should have done Mario Odyssey. No, I like. So that way you can I like 64 more. So I like where you're going. So it's fine. No, but I, could you imagine like trying to control one of the zombies with the hat on? That'd be actually kind of funny. You know what? I now that you bring this up like also the liquors and the hunters like that'd be pretty fun too. <gasps> could you imagine a Nintendo-fied liquor? Like, how weird would that look? But that's another thing. So, for sure you're talking about Nintendo art style. Like, we're not going realism with Mario. Yeah. At all. No realism. Good, Then this actually works. It was in a game called, um, oh, God, uh, Body Snatching Game with the Resident Evil 3 level. Inside the skin. Under the skin. I don't, I don't know save it for the future about. episode, the Umbrella Chronicles of crossovers that we'll talk about later, because that they, they did a crossover <laughs> with a, a very cartoony game where they essentially did something similar. Oh my god, that sounds so. I, well, it was done uh, though. So uh, my turn. Was it fun? I don't know. I haven't did played play it. it. I hoped it's only one stage in the game that's Resident Evil. Like it is a Resident Evil dedicated stage, much like what you're talking about, actually. Um, overall, I think we should ask each other, would you play it? Um, well, this, the bad part about asking each other this question is I'm pretty sure we'd play anything with Resident Evil attached to it. So that's like, how about we ask you the crowd, let us know what you would play and answer us on the Eagle and Wolf. Yes. Would you play it? Because, well, you know, I was about to say I'd play anything, but then again, I never played the PUBG DLC. So... That was PUBG DLC. Leon and Claire are in PUBG, but Jill and Chris are in Fortnite. <laughs> what is this? This is real life. What has Capcom done? This is real life. Hey everyone, this is George, the Bone King, interrupting this transmission to tell you about the Fan Freaks Podcast, the podcast where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. Check us out on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Hope to get freaky with you all very soon. Anyway, my turn? Yeah, sure. All right, so. Now, this next game is often described as Resident Evil, but in feudal Japan. So I bring this up to you in Onimusha Resident Evil DLC. I figure this is immensely... That's so... That is so on the nose. What do you mean on the, on the nose, though? Like, what do you mean? It's... How would it be any different? Well, that's not exactly my biggest focus here. Like, maybe it's not as gameplay altering as some of the other things. Because remember, these are supposed to be crossovers. So in my mind, I'm working it into, like, how do we work this in as DLC to an existing game? You know what I mean? So with Bloodborne, it was like, this was a DLC for Bloodborne. Whereas with this, it would be like a DLC for an Onimusha game. And it would still play like an Onimusha. Of course, uh, see, I went with like full on full game IP type of thing, like genre defining. You went with DLC in its own yeah, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of your so far, it sounds like all of your shit is a is an away game, like Resident Evil going to them. Uh, yeah, as of right now, yes, yes, it is because um, okay, because well, putting Samanosuke in current day Resident Evil, just I mean. Then again, he did time travel in three. That was three. No, he did. He, yeah, he did time travel in three, so that is actually accurate we could do both but my idea initially at the very least was this was that yeah yeah go back to your idea it's a home it's a home game for no it's an away game because it's an onimusha game and basically it would have a resident evil chapter where it would be feudal resident evil like legit we would have jill chris claire leon but feudal era japan versions of these characters now you're probably saying like wow that would take a lot of effort and time to design and put together well guess what bitch they already did it in the fucking uh, phone app game, Gecko Survivor, something who's a what's-its, there are Onimusha costumes for the Resident Evil characters already pre-existing um, for Jill, Ada, and 
Claire, I believe. I don't think any of the guys got any costumes. <laughs> it was just the, the, the women. Um, but yeah, no. So basically, it would be a campaign where you'd go through a feudal city and it would be infected with the Genma and you'd have basically the Resident Evil crew um, going through it. Much like Yakuza. Because believe it or not, Yakuza did both of the things we're talking about right now. There was uh, the one that takes place in feudal Japan and then there was the one that has the zombie game called Dead Souls. So like, Yakuza's... Oh. Already oh beat God. us to the punch here. They've done this already, so just essentially do that. Who does Yakuza? Atlas? Uh, no, it's uh, Koei Tecmo? Tecmo? Koei Tecmo? Koei? Koei, yeah. Ko Koei Tecmo. Sorry, I, I didn't pronounce it right for whatever reason, but Koei Tecmo, that's correct. Um, no, my cats went apeshit back here. It's okay. They're B.O.W.s, I understand. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, we haven't had a cat B.O.W. Yeah, we have. Oh, no, we did. This yeah, time. and the lions from Outbreak. Yeah. Yeah, we got a few. All right. Sorry. No, no, no. It's sorry. okay. It's okay. So basically, I just wanted like a feudal lens of these characters. So like, you know, it's still them, but it's in the past. I honestly, that'd be super dope. Also, the bow and arrow would have to be super useful here. Mm -hmm. That that would have to. Yeah, you have to do. You'd have to buff it shit. because right now the bow and arrow is not super great in Onimusha. At least in Onimusha 1. I like how you're saying right now, like Onimusha's an alive. That's the franchise. thing too. I'm talking about a mythical <laughs> Onimusha fucking sequel that isn't dead in the water, and the fucking face actor for Samanosuke Capcom please. allows his face Capcom, please. to be shown because he doesn't let us. Whatever. Anyway, um, but yeah, no. So all I ever hear. Wait, one of your boners is like a, a huge. Oh hell yeah, Onimusha. CJ guy. is oh CJ's a fucking pro. He S ranks that shit. I don't. I can't even S rank Onimusha. Uh, nah, I'm I'm a solid C or D rank. That water that trap puzzle. I take my that time. water trap puzzle gets me oh. every time. So <laughs> either way, um, I'm just tired of hearing Onimusha as oh, it's Resident, it's just Resident Evil in feudal Japan. So you know what? Fuck it, make a Resident Evil in feudal Japan and just make it an Onimusha DLC. Fuck it. And is that so? Not bad? so bad. What you got? Uh, for me? Okay, so I've mentioned this like multiple times, and I always get looks of derision up from the Bone King. I'm sorry, from the wolf. Uh huh. Uh -huh. The Bone Wolf. Um, yes. So, I really like games like Days Gone, games where you have the world is over, but humanity still tries to survive, but zombies have like overtaken. You know. The country or the world. Oh, I saw the Resident Evil. And so you movies. have like, <laughs> and you have like pockets of of things. But what I would like would be the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto. Hmm. In an open world sandbox Resident Evil game, where, uh, basically the BSAA failed. And the world is overrun and rampant with BOWs. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, the world went to shit. Every army had a BOW. Obviously, this is, like, super dark. But you can have where where your main character could go around and try to do missions for these little encampments. And you get certain benefits in those encampments. Days Gone did a great job with mm -hmm. that where you could like get better uh, equipment for your bike and better weapons. And then you just go on and go forth and you're just going around this huge area. And one of the places I would like to visit, make it, if we can make it like a fallout esque where you just have these pockets of like civilizations mm -hmm. and you could have a, uh, an area that's like no one goes there because they all think it's like irradiated and it turns out it's not. And that is raccoon city itself. Like you get to go into where nest is the origin and try to like get the antivirus. So this, this feels cause you, you haven't really pinpointed the gameplay style yet. Cause you've given me three different examples, grand theft auto days gone and fallout. So like, uh, yeah, well I want the, the the map to be Fallout-esque, but the gameplay to well, okay. be GTA. No, no, no. Then hold on, because remember, the topic for this episode was crossovers, not spin-offs. So pick a game, and which game is this going to be a DLC for? 
The problem is, the problem is, it would work better with Fallout, but GTA has some really great writing, and it would be. You know what? No, GTA. Because uh, Rockstar already did Undead Nightmare. I was just Nightmare about to Red bring Dead. that up. Like, they've already kind of toyed with this. And yes, but it will be great in a GTA 5, uh, you know, with that with right. that type of comedy. I think it would work as a dark even comedy. A, even if you just make it a Grand, Theft Auto, a Grand Theft Auto 5 DLC and just kind of have a new map that you travel to or whatever. Or even repurpose that map to have zombies if you want it to be a zombie city or something, you know? Like, right, right. I would see it, I understand it more as Grand Theft Auto um, rather than, well, then again, Days Gone and Fallout do work, but from what you're describing in terms of exploring around, how big of a map are you talking about? Grand Theft Auto-sized map, or are we talking to, like, uh... Well, I wanted Fallout map, because you're mostly walking. Mm-hmm. Or running. Right, and in Grand Theft Auto, it's I don't think vehicles too. would work. I don't, I don't think vehicles would work in a fallout style map no so then you definitely want to lean towards more grand theft auto then because then i've never played a resident evil game where the vehicles are actually controllable and not on a track so actually you know what i'm i'm sorry this this should be dlc for days gone okay and make the zombies slower just that make the zombies slower but in more you just want more love for days gone don't you God damn it, it's a good fucking game. I like it, god damn it. Sony, give me a sequel. <laughs> give me a sequel, Sony. God damn you. Well, okay, so, a Days Gone DLC for the game that has gone by. <laughs> wow. Womp wow. Womp. If we didn't have a title for this fucking episode, that should Days been Gone it. By? And still yeah. I think of you? That's actually, the, that's the name of a Walking Dead book. I see, I see. All right, my turn? Yes. Okay. F- fuck. You. I bu- I thought that was a funny joke. F- <laughs> Look, I didn't mean to make you sad, Eagle. It makes me sad. It makes you cry. I love all these games that are dead. <laughs> oh, who am I talking to? Uh, Silent yeah, Hill I was about, I was about like you don't know. Well, then again, you're a fucking Metal <laughs> Gear fan. I don't see us making any new one of those anytime soon. I'm fine with Metal Gear. I'm being fine dead. with Silent Hill being dead. Story. It, look. If anything, it has to be a new thing. Like, you can't keep doing the same thing about the therapist town over and over again. You gotta do something new. Right, so, right. Right, right. No no, no more Silent Hill No tunes. more Silent Hill. I'll take the cult again, even. I'm sorry. I'm a weirdo who liked that. But, like, no more Silent Hill 2s. We've had, like, four of them already. Anyway, Silent Hill is not one that I'm gonna be bringing up here today. Though, on the topic of Silent Hill, just really quick, because I thought about it <laughs> really quick uh, earlier today... <laughs> You know that the It's Bread meme from Silent Hill 3? Yeah. You want, you want to know a sad it's, thing that, that's going to just be in your mind now after I say it? What? So, I thought about it, and the It's Bread line is actually the most memorable thing from Silent Hill 3, factually. Like, the only thing people talk about with that masterpiece of a fucking game is just the It's Bread line within the first five minutes of playing. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, my Discord icon is a piece of bread. Look, I get it. It's funny, but fuck, man. That game has a lot of great concepts. The best lines ever in that entire game. What you call faith is nothing more than a child crying out for love. That's why you're all alone. They look like monsters to Vincent, you? just, right, just Vincent. Vincent's his entire dialogue yeah. is just highlight-worthy. Anyway, don't me. Yeah, I don't, nobody's gonna remember Douglas. No, <laughs> fuck you. I love Douglas, he's cute as fuck. He's entirely my type and I love him. Whatever, anyway, we'll have a Silent Hill episode soon, anyway. So my next top, uh, my next pick for a crossover will be a, um, so you'll notice a lot of the things on my list are Capcom properties. Because I just felt like, you know, Resident Evil is just such a, you know, malleable concept. It could just be used for anything, really. So I'm going to go with um, right. Dead Rising's DLC of, uh, of <laughs> I don't know whether or not to make it Raccoon City, per se, or to make it, like, a lab or a... a it, no, it'd be Raccoon City, because it has to equal the mall, right? 
So, like, right. it'd have to just kind of be, like, a shopping plaza in Raccoon we, City. We've never seen the Raccoon City Mall, I think, right? Um, wow, that's a very good question. I don't think there's a single Outbreak campaign that has the mall. Because when I think mall, ironically enough, I think of Silent Hill 3. <laughs> that's that's not obviously Resident Evil. Fuck that mall, by the way, because that mall scared the shit out of me every time I play Silent God Hill God forbid the game but, succeed um, in its task of scaring you. Dude, the sound design in three is, is amazing. Is absolutely ace. But uh, but but here's my yes. question, okay? Are you gonna use a f- certain reporter, a certain jur- a photojournalist as your protagonist? See, that was the thing. Yeah, because most of my things are away games, right? Where it's like it's a Dead Rising DLC, so you'll play as either Frank West or maybe Chuck Green or the other dude that I didn't get to play as in three. Um. Nobody talks about I, I got to play it at some point. Um, I still have to convince myself to play four. Uh, in any case, there's that, or we can inverse this. Because in my head, I was thinking Frank West in Raccoon City Mall. It's basically a new mall with a whole bunch mm. of Resident Evil references. The Jill Sandwich Store has another chain in this place or some stupid shit. Um, it's either that, or, or we have a Resident Evil DLC. No. Yeah, a Resident Evil DLC of Dead Rising. So, like... The way Resident Evil is now is, I guess it's either going to be either first person or in the style of the remakes. Which one do you think Dead Rising would be suited better for? Third person uh, style of the remakes. Yeah, so that way we can incorporate some of the melee weapons. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like, imagine if you will... Not only that, Dead Rising has so many zombies that you would you would have to see everywhere around you, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. Dead Rising zombies... Are like quintuple that of a That's resident. That's true campaign. because the overall sheer number of them is going to be increased. So yeah, yeah, third person will be better. Yeah. Um, but even then, so if it's a if it's a DLC for the Resident Evil game, I don't think you should play as Frank West for that one. I think it should be Leon and Claire as a DLC for Resident Evil Two. You know what I mean? Oh no, 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 okay. no, no, no. DLC for Resident Evil Three because it fucking needs it. So <laughs> yeah. So. And we could see some boss ass Jill melee. So, which I'm totally guess, down guess what's right next to the St. Michael Cathedral? Oh, the Raccoon City Mall. Ooh, okay. So we just get to fill in that there extra little space that we missed out on. And oh, what's this? A graveyard? That's funny. I don't know. Like, just fit in all the missing shit that Resident Evil 3 was missing into this Dead Rising DLC. And you just play as Jill going through the mall. I think that'd be fun. Or, hear me out. Frank in a RE1 Jill outfit with the shoulder pads and the Okay, beret. you're convinced. Well, all right. No, no, no. Because now you got me thinking about changing costumes. Now I'm thinking like, yes, Frank West changing costumes is amazing. But Jill basically taking the boutique from Resident Evil 3 and expanding it to a whole mall sounds amazing, though. We've never... We've oh, never had a... Oh, fuck. I didn't even we've think We've never had that. a Dead Rising with a female protagonist. Not once. So nope. we've never been able to just go around dressing up our female character or whatever we want. What if I want her to be wearing the fucking serial killer outfit, the Michael Myers reference or some shit? Because that's in Dead Rising 2. You can actually get Michael Myers' jumpsuit. Like, what if I... That's yeah. tight, dude. That's awesome. What if you awesome. can get, like, the suit of armor from fucking Dead Rising 2 and give it to Jill? I'm just thinking. I think it'd be a fun concept. Bro, when you said uh, the knight of the armor knight or whatever right. you just said... I immediately went Ashley Graham and Resident Evil 4. It'll be the same armor. It's just the same texture. They just <laughs> put it in a fucking Resident Evil 2, and there you go. So, uh, yo, that's tight as fuck, my you, guy. See, I think you like it a uh, lot because I, I, I incorporated missing Resident Evil 3 DLC into it. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I wish I wish that game had more love. Uh, so I got one more crossover. Okay. okay? And it's DLC for a game that came out not too recently. Uh, I mean, not too, not too far behind. Uh, uh, it came out recently on the Switch. Uh, Doki Doki Literature you Club. You bitch. Okay, go ahead. So it's a dating sim, but you're Ada, and you have to date the the right John in the Umbrella Laboratory. What? Okay. First off, this is a genius concept. Just I'm going to say that out the gate. A, a like, <laughs> spy-oriented dating sim. No, seriously, like, 
actually having an objective in a dating sim blows my mind outside of just trying to fuck them. I'm just saying. So that actually works really well. However. Yeah, because you have to have an ulterior motive. Right, but however, how is this a Doki Doki Panic DLC? Is that only because it's a dating sim? God damn it. Also, Also, I want that. If you don't succeed, the game bricks on you because eight is infected. You, you bitch. This is a really good idea. And now I wonder about our future episode about fucking making spinoff titles because you, you're making all your great ones now. Can you come up with more? Yeah, man. All right. Actually, I thought my my Days Gone DLC no, one was going to be shit. that one was great. Because, oh, I thought you hated it. Because you don't like no, Days but Gone. the concept works really well, and I, I, an open world Resident Evil is something that millions of people have been fucking talking about for years. So it's not that foreign of a concept. Now, thanks, man. That makes now me feel putting good. it in an anime focused dating sim is a bit more drastic. I feel so. <laughs> also, please, uh, I have not played Doki Doki, but. Please let me have enough time to date somebody at the Spencer Mansion. Don't make me go to sleep like Mona does in Persona. So, all right, because I was going to say, what if we made this a DLC for an existing game that has a similar tone? So, like, Persona kind of, but it's that's way more stylish. And I can't think of any high schoolers dealing with Resident Evil shit. So, like, I don't know. That's high school to death. Which is a good anime, by the way. I wish they finish it. But, uh, in any case... Uh, uh, yeah, man. Whatever happened? I don't know. So there's a lot of animes that just Fuck. get dropped off like that. But in any case, uh, I like your concept. I just feel as though it's not necessarily within the topic of the show, but it works really well. Well, it's half my show. I could do half of what. That's true. <laughs> it could fucking <laughs> take half the piss. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but my turn now. Yeah, do you do you have a lot? Because that was it. I don't no, have that's anymore. fine. So this is all. This is this is the rest of your show now. So uh, the thing is, uh, I'm I have I have two more, really three, but two of them kind of work oh. together. So I could just put them together. Um, so two, two and, and, a and a half. half. Got yeah. it. Well, one and a half. Because two of them are together. It, it, I can math. In any case, so the first one I want to talk about is. Uh, Another Capcom property. Um, So you'll notice that Resident Evil's 4, 5, and... Power Stone. (laughs) Wow, man. At least let me fucking finish. That's really fucked up. Actually, by the way, that that actually kind of works. What if you're, like, trying to keep away with the virus sample and it's, like, all they do is just reskin Power Stone? Fuck, that actually works. Anyway... Um, the one that I'm talking about is that you'll notice in Resident Evil's 4, 5, and 6, they got really over-the-top and action-y. And I say that a lot, and I don't know yeah. if people know what I mean by that. Um, see, when I say Resident Evil 2 went over-the-top, I meant just, you know, they increased the number of zombies and overall, like, threats in general, while still keeping a somewhat similar, like, um, not tone, no, because RE1 had a more serious gothic tone, RE2 had more like a heart-pumping horror tone, whereas RE5 starts including slow-mo and, and like fucking action shots of like really over-the-top stunts that they wouldn't be able to do normally. So like that's what I mean by mm-hmm. action-y over-the-top, right? Right, right. Right. Boulder punching. Boulder punching, right? We got to that point where it was nothing but boulder punching and callbacks at some point. But in any case, you know what series would do really well with over-the-top action like that? No, which one? Devil May Cry. So. Which, which... Resident Evil 4 made Devil May Cry. Which is like, where this, yeah, which is yeah. where I got this idea in the fucking first place. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, originally, Devil May Cry was Resident Evil 4. Fun fact. As well as three other fucking games. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, so I, I think it would actually be really interesting because what I would do is I would make it a... I don't know whether or not to make it a DLC for, for Devil May Cry or for Resident Evil just yet. Because... I would kind of want it to essentially be a mercenaries-like mode where it's like you go through the campaign, but you have the stylish meter, right? So all you'd Mm -hmm. have to do is reincorporate the mercenaries combo timer to make it a stylish meter and just have the same campaign Mm -hmm. of Dante going through something in Resident Evil, Raccoon City, the Spencer Estate, although I don't know how many action-y stunts you can do in the Spencer Estate. seems kind of cramped. Um, would, would you have Resident Evil 4 uh, Leon 
with the wig of Dante. That has to be a costume for sure. Because I'm thinking Dante's the playable character in this Resident Evil DLC. Like the main, right. it's a it's a home game, so it's a Resident Evil DLC. Like the main game is Resident Evil, and the DLC is Devil May Cry. So you play as Dante going through the RPD station. Boom, boom, boom. So I don't know. That might still be a little cramped, but there'll be more. The enemies that you're fighting are going to be some stuff from like. You know what? Now that I say this out loud, I want it to be Resident Evil, but if you're going to be fighting Devil May Cry enemies, it'll be a DLC for Devil May Cry 5. Make sense? Yeah. So, like, it's a Devil May Cry 5 uh, main game DLC where you go through the RPD as Dante using the engine of Devil May Cry 5. Okay, I'm I'm here for that. I love Devil May Cry. I still have to finish 4 and play 5. But that being said... Who do you think would benefit as a Resi character if the inverse was true? Because we talked a little about Leon, but here I'm thinking, what about Jill? Because she does have remake three Jill has a big ass rail gun and that's very <laughs> Devil May Cry. I mean, that's just that's a one time thing. If anything, Ada has the closest like, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Not oh, balance. she is stylish. Yeah, she's stylish. And I'm trying to think of the word she's. Oh, my God. Athletes. They are. Athletic. <laughs> Gymnast? Yeah, she's she's way more, um, oh my god, balance is not the word I'm thinking of, and I'm fucking blanking super hard. In any case, she's got the finesse for it, all right? The dexterity. I'm thinking of all the synonyms besides the word I'm thinking of, but she has the skill to do that kind of shit. So if it was a resident evil- Acrobatics. Acro yes. My god, thank you. She's acrobatic. So if the main game was Resident Evil and the DLC was Devil May Cry, then it would be Ada. But if the main game is Devil May Cry 5, then for sure it's Dante going through the RPD with an alternate costume to look like Leon. I I think I could I could deal with Ada. She does have as you said the acrobatics. She she's got that nailed down. I just worry about uh Okay, not worry. I just want more representation of Jill because Jill's best Bro, girl. Bro, we so. all do. Like, we all want more Jill, but Capcom obviously says no. So, and this is still a Capcom property, so they probably still say no. No, I'm kidding, yeah. by the way. Um, but no, I because they really hate Jill. It's weird, but it's weird because I feel like also a lot of my picks are two picks in one. Because I feel like because it's Capcom, you could sort of even do like the main game is Devil May Cry or the main game is Resident Evil. You could just do both, the inverses of each. So I don't know. I feel all of your picks are just basically Capcom All Stars Ultimate. Or I, some I shit like, like that. Capcom. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just that I think that they would actually really complement each other and shit like that. I don't know. Who would have thunk? But I guess in my head, I would definitely, as a pick for my list right now, it's a a DLC for Devil May Cry 5 that is Resident Evil themed. So you can play as Dante. I like that more. Okay. Put him okay. in the RPD. Solid. I like it. And since you already said all yours, I'm going to say my second one real quick. This one's... Yeah, yeah, no problem. This one's not a Capcom one. <gasps> how How... Brave, bold of you. Even though my first one was Bloodborne, thank you very much, but whatever. Um, the one that I'm going to pick as my last one is actually, um, I, I couldn't decide. So much like your Grand Theft Auto Fallout Days Gone one, I need you to help me pick one. Which one okay. would fit better with Resident Evil? Call of Duty as a first person game, much like Nazi Zombies, but you're playing as Hunk going and getting a sample. Um, uh -huh. Or Zombie Army... Slash Left for Dead. Zombie Army. So Zombie Army more than all of them? Yeah, because I'm imagining there's just going to be so many zombies. That's true. It'd be and, uh, and, and and Zombie Army has already the playstyle and it, that would fit that better. Nazi Zombies is a little too frenetic. You're not really scared. You're more like, oh, let's kill them all. Zombie Army gets you a little scared, but also it's a little fun. Right. It's a good mix of both. Well, I feel like there's that in Call of Duty, but definitely not Left 4 Dead, where it's just like, kill all of them. It's like, constant amounts of adrenaline. And even then, like... Yeah, but knowing you, it's gonna be slow zombies. For sure, but that's how I play Left 4 Dead, which turns out is how Zombie Army is just normal gameplay, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, But as for Left 4 Dead, I think that kind of... I, I would disqualify that one right now, because, like, if it was a Resident Evil DLC for Left 4 Dead, 
it would be kind of like you'd still have to reuse the special infected from Left 4 Dead. And if you mm -hmm. wanted to do that, then just play the, the mods. Like, there already are mods going through Resident Evil with the Left 4 Dead monsters. So, like, there's no need for it. It already okay. exists. Yeah, but Left 4 Dead has already, like, uh, a mod where everything is Seinfeld. And every bullet is the base of Seinfeld. Sure, so does Doom. Oh, that doesn't change the fact that mods are wonderful, and they actually supplement some of these things. So, like, it doesn't have to be on my list now because the mod exists. So, um, I guess we'll lean this into Zombie Army. Because then again, at least, I was thinking first person because I want, like... You know, I figured if you're first person, you'll just be hunk, right? You don't really need to see the right. gas mask. You just kind of, that'll be the UI is the gas mask and you go in and shoot stuff. However, making it a zombie army DLC allows us to sort of like, because here's the thing. It's either Call of Duty with a hunk DLC of him getting an extraction thing, much like the Resident Evil 2 uh, fourth survivor, or it's a zombie army campaign going through the Resident Evil, like, I guess, Raccoon City. So, like, I feel like that one's more entertaining but both are valid. Okay, but here's my question. If you put Zombie Army in Raccoon City, would they have the World War II weapons? No, because Raccoon City I don't think was around during then. At least I don't. Maybe? I, I don't know. No, I mean like if all of a sudden the time travel from Terminator 2, the ball takes our characters from Zombie Army and puts them there, and then all of a sudden there's zombies there. I saw Metal Gear survive. <laughs> God damn it, bro! That's twice this show. It's that you ridiculous. Said that name. It's ridiculous that it went. It did both of those things. But um, yeah, no, I guess uh, I guess it could take place at around the same time period because Zombie Army does have that. It is a period piece. So I guess Raccoon City didn't take place during that, though. You know what I mean? Like the infection wasn't. Yeah, but you, we can make it. Oh, Raccoon City Noir Edition. Because they hinted that with the, the outfits and the filter, you can make it, ooh, Raccoon City set in the 40s. The outbreak does happen, but way earlier. Hmm. I mean, that is definitely possible, and I do like it. It's just that... You also have... I'm sorry no, to cut fine. you off. Also, Zombie Army is very similar to Nazi Zombies in that... Both of them are uh, magic-based zombies. Yeah, not that's another virus thing. Based. Yeah, very true. Um, the, so, the only thing is with Zombie Army, now that you say it, like, basically if it was Raccoon City in the past, then it, it could just pretty much be any burning city, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be Raccoon mm -hmm. City specifically. So, I think, I think, and it hurts me to say this, I would just love to see character models in Zombie Army, like, just Resident Evil character models playable, with some voices, please, please. Because the Left 4 Dead characters I, didn't get any. What the fuck? They have to have share voices with other characters. Um, but I think my final one is going to be Call of Duty Resident Evil DLC. Where essentially it's a small campaign where you're going through like a regular Call of Duty campaign. But there's a shit ton of zombies. And they work the same way they do in Nazi Zombies. So you're just repurposing that. And I feel like it would be a solid little game mode using pre-existing assets. Um... I okay, that's fine. Uh, would it also be that fast and kinetic? Like, are you gonna be running around shooting everything? Well, it's gonna be like um, Fourth Survivor, essentially, like a first-person Fourth Survivor, where you're going from point A to point B. Maybe back right. again, so that you have a little bit more, <laughs> you know, gameplay for in between that. And the zombies—they're not gonna be like the Nazi zombies themselves. They're going to be like. You know, zombies of Raccoon City or of the, the RPD, but uh, essentially that, just like a first person for the survivor. I think it'd be fun. I'm down. I'm down with it. But is that the end of your crossover? That is the end of my crossover. So what what do you think of our uh, our list today? Uh, are you asking me or the list? Well, both. But now you. <laughs> uh, I like our list. Uh, I think yours is. It's very, it's got two that aren't Capcom, and the rest is just Capcom All-Stars Ultimate Edition. Right, right. It's the smash of Capcom. Right, Capcom All-Stars. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, it, it is a medley of all, of Capcom. Absolutely. However, uh, I, I feel as though my list is sufficiently DLCs for these games, whereas... And mine are new games that are in these franchises. Brand new fucking spinoffs. So I hope you have another five or six ready for when we do that episode, because you fucking use them now. 
So about that spinoffs, can we like do shows? Because what if Twin Peaks was Resident Evil? Jeez. You know what? You bring up a very good point. We were just talking about crossover games. Shit. Well, you know what? If you're listening out there and you are interested in hearing an episode about what TV shows we'd cross Resident Evil into, hit us up. Or maybe maybe make it movies and TV. Give us a little bit of a break. Because like, uh, Walking Dead, um, Walking Dead, <laughs> just over and over again. Yeah, that, I mean, that gets exhausting. Right. So thank you so much for joining us for Eagle and Wolf. Hopefully uh, you had a good time listening to us. You can hit us up over at our Twitter at Eagle and Wolf podcast. Um, we also have our own Twitters. I am at Bone King TV and my good co-host is at Adrian Doodliness on Twitter. That's right. So we're looking forward to hearing what you got to say for our, our crossovers in mind, your code crossovers, so that when we come back with our code crossover X, we have some new examples and we can talk about them. So you got to understand that this is the water and this is the well. Drink full <laughs> and descend. And descend. <laughs> we end the we'll show. See with, you, uh... We end the show with a fucking Twin Peaks reference. Really, really. 